Chapters 11 through 14. Of the Paradise or Garden of the Holy Fathers, the Rule of Pacomius at Tabena by Palladius. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 11. Of how, not even in the time of famine, was Abba Pacomius induced to take wheat for nothing for the use of his monastery. When a famine took place in the days of Pacomius, and the brethren had no wheat, that is to say, when, so to speak, no wheat could be found in all of Egypt, the holy old man sent to call one of the brethren that he might go round about in the cities and villages and seek for wheat to buy. And he gave him a sum of money for the purchase of the wheat, that is to say, one hundred dinars. And having gone round about in very many places, the man who had been entrusted with this work came to a city which is called Armutin, and by the providence of God he found there a certain governor of the state, who was an exceedingly reverent man and a fearer of God, and who had heard of the rule of the holy man Pacomius and of the brethren. Now this governor was in charge of the wheat which belonged to the community, and the brother approached him and entreated him to sell him wheat for the value of one hundred dinars. When the governor said unto him, Of a truth, O my brother, if I had wheat of my own, or even some belonging to my own children, I would take it and give it to you, for I have heard concerning your godly and spiritual rule of life. But hearken unto what I am going to say unto thee. The wheat which hath been placed under my charge belongeth to the community, and as it will not be required this year by the prefect, if thou wishest to take it, I have the power over the wheat of the community, and I will keep it back until the time cometh for it to be laid up in the granary, and if thou knowest that thou wilt be able to return it by that time, take as much of it as thou wishest. Then the brother said unto him, I do not wish thee to act thus for me, for I am unable to return so large a quantity as that which I wish to take. But if thou wilt sell me wheat to the value of one hundred dinars, at the price which thou wishest, good and well, but if thou art not in any way able to keep back the wheat which belongeth to the community, until the time for storing it in the granary, thou actest rightly in refusing me. And the governor said unto him, Yea, I have power to keep back the wheat, and not only wheat to the value of one hundred dinars, but, if thou wishest, another like quantity. If thou wilt take the wheat, thou wilt do me an act of grace. Only pray for me. And when the brother said, We have only this amount of money, the governor hearkened and said, Have no care about this matter, for whensoever ye are able to bring me the price of the wheat, do so, at the rate of thirteen abeds a dinar, and in no other place in Egypt will thou obtain more than five abeds a dinar. And the brother journeyed by water to the monastery with great joy, bringing the wheat with him. And when Rabbah heard that it was a boat full of wheat which was about to arrive, and the manner in which it had been bought, he sent immediately to the boat, and said, Ye shall not bring one grain of the wheat into the monastery, neither shall he who hath bought the wheat come into my presence, until he hath returned it to its place. He who hath acted thus hath committed great wickedness. And not only this hath he done, but he hath also taken wheat to the value of one hundred derricks, more than the hundred dinars which I gave him, and I never ordered him to do this. But in carrying out his own desires, he wished to have a superabundance, and having become inflamed by love of gain, 
he hath brought us into subjection and laid us under condemnation and moreover he did not approach the generosity of the seller of the wheat satisfactorily for he acted in a greedy manner and he hath brought more wheat than he needed and on this own responsibility he undertook to pay back that which we could never return and not this only for supposing that from some human cause an accident had happened and the boat had sunk in the river what could we have done to make good the loss should we not all have become slaves therefore let him sell all the wheat which he hath brought to the laity who are in this district at the rate at which he hath taken it from him that entrusted it to him that is to say thirteen ardebs a dinar and after he hath sold them let him take the gold and carry it to him and give him credit and with the one hundred dinars which are mine let him buy wheat at the rate at which it is sold everywhere and bring it to me and the brother did even as rabbah had said unto him and he brought the wheat which he bought at a rate of five and a half arbeds a dinar and from that time rabbah did not allow that brother to go outside the monastery on business for the brethren and having made him to remain inside he appointed other brethren to render service of the kind chapter twelve of how when the work of the brethren was sold rabbah was unwilling even that they should accept the full price of the same and that same brother who hath been mentioned above took away from the shoemaker to sell a large number of shoes and other kinds of objects and having received as their price a larger sum of money than the shoemaker had mentioned brought to him the obli and when the shoemaker had received the obli he reckoned up the price of the leather and of the labor of his hands and the value of the work of the days wherein he had made the various kinds of leather objects and found that it amounted to fifty obli whilst the money which he had received was three times that amount then straightway the shoemaker went to rabbah and said unto him verily o father this brother will never prosper by such acts as these for he still hath in him a worldly mind and when rabbah said what is this matter in which he hath behaved so badly the shoemaker answered and said i give him sandals and other kinds of leather things to sell and i said unto him their prices are so much but he has sold them for a great deal more and he hath brought unto me a price which is three times as large as that which i mentioned to him when rabbah heard these things he called the brother and said unto him why hast thou done thus and the brother said unto him father i told to the people who bought the sandals and the other things the price which the shoemaker told me to take but they said to me brother if these things had been stolen they would be worth a far higher price than what thou askest and i feeling ashamed said to them they have not been stolen and i have been commanded to sell them at a price which i have named but whatsoever ye wish to give me for them that give and they gave me what it pleased them to give me and i never counted the obli which were given unto me by them when rabbah heard these things he said thou hast sinned greatly in loving excess but run quickly and give back the excess in price to those who give it to thee and come and repent because of this offence and sit in the monastery and perform the work of thy hands 
for it is not good that thou, O my son, shouldest do again work of this kind. And the brother did even as the old man had said unto him. Then Rabbah appointed the holy man, Zakai, a good man, who overcame all the praises of the children of men by the manifestation of good deeds, and he administered all the affairs of the monastery. Chapter 13 Of a certain ascetic brother who was in the monastery, and who desired a crown of martyrdom unseasonably. And there was also there, among those who were very famous, a certain brother who cultivated the ascetic life by himself. And when he heard of the divine rule of our holy father Pacomius, he entreated him to receive him in the monastery. And when Rabbah had received him, and he had passed a little time with the brethren, he desired greatly to bear witness, although the world was in a state of peace, and the church was flourishing, and was by the grace of God at peace. And the blessed Constantine, who had put on Christ, was at that time reigning. And this brother was continually entreating the blessed man Pacomius, and saying, Pray for me, O father, that I may become a martyr. But Rabbah admonished him, that he should not permit this thought to enter his mind again, and said unto him, Brother, endure the strife of the monks mightily and blamelessly, and make straight thy life in the way which will please Christ, and thou shalt have companionship with the martyrs in heaven. As, however, the brother made his desire for this thing stronger each day, and he was wearying the holy man, wherewith Rabbah, wishing to drive away this kind of desire from him, said unto him, I will pray for thee, but if thou seekest for this thing, thou wilt be vanquished, and put armor on thy soul, lest when the hour cometh wherein thou hast to bear witness, thou shalt deny Christ. Verily, thou wilt certainly commit sin, because of thine own will thou drawest nigh unto temptation. Although our Lord Jesus commanded us, saying, Pray that ye fall not into temptation. St. Matthew 26.41 St. Mark 14.38 St. Luke 22.40 and 46 And having said these things unto him, he admonished him to take good heed unto himself, and not to meditate upon martyrdom. And it came to pass that two years later certain of the brethren were sent by Rabbah to a village which was further to the south to collect wreaths to make mats for the monastery. Now this village was nigh unto the barbarians, who are called Blemies. And while the brethren were there, and were on an island, where there were large numbers of reeds, the blessed man Pacomius sent the brother who was wishing to suffer martyrdom to carry a little money to them for their expenses. And he commanded him to take good heed to himself. And he said unto him, The works which are written, Behold, now is the acceptable time. Second Corinthians 6, two. Behold, now is the day of redemption. Have a mystical signification for thee. And ye shall not commit an offense against any man, so that there may be no blemish in our ministration. So the brother took an ass and carried the money and departed to the brethren. Now when he had arrived at the place which is opposite the desert, the barbarians came down to the river to draw water, and they came upon the brother, and made him to come down off his ass. And they bound his hands, and took the ass and that which was thereon, and they led him up to a neighboring mountain, where were other barbarians. Now when the barbarians saw that they came with an ass, they began to make a mock of him, and to say, O monk, come and worship our gods. 
and they slew some beasts and poured out libations to their gods and they brought the monk and urged the monk to pour out libations with them and when he did not want to do this they rose up in wrath and came towards him with their drawn swords in their hands in a threatening manner and said if he be unwilling to sacrifice to our gods and to pour out libations to them we will kill him then seeing the drawn swords and the savage disposition of the people straightway the brother took wine and poured out a libation to their gods and because he was afraid of dying the death of the body he slew his immortal soul by denying god the lord of all now when he had done these things the blemians sent him away then having descended from the mountain when he had come to himself he knew his iniquity that is to say the wickedness which he had committed and he rent his garments and having beaten himself upon his face severely he came to the monastery and the blessed man knew what had happened to him and he went forth to meet him in sore affliction and when the brother saw that he was coming to him he threw himself on his face upon the ground and shedding tears cried out and said i have sinned against god and against thee o father and i would neither listen to thy promise nor to thy admonition but had i but hearkened unto thee i should not have had to bear what i have suffered and having said these words rabba said unto him rise up o wretched man thou hast snatched thyself away from the good things which were awaiting thee for in very truth there was laid up for thee a crown which thou hast cast away from thee thou wast ready to be reckoned with the holy martyrs but thou hast cut off thyself from their blessed companionship our lord jesus christ was near with his holy angels and he wished to lay the crown upon thy head through thy momentary turning back thou hast refused this and in being afraid of that death which thou wast about to endure a death which thou didst not seek thou hast fallen away from god and destroyed thine everlasting life where are the words which thou didst speak before this happened where is thy desire for martyrdom and the brother said i have sinned in all these respects o father and i am no longer able to lift up my face to heaven i am lost o father and i have no position wherefrom i may contemplate what i shall do o father i never expected that the matter would happen thus then having said these words with tears rabba spoke unto him saying thou o wretched man hast made thyself altogether an alien to the lord but the lord is good and he never keepeth his anger for a testimony for he is a lover of mercy and he is able to sink our sins in the depths of the sea as far as are the heavens from the earth so far hath he put away our iniquity and sins for he desireth not the death of a sinner but his repentance and he wisheth not that a man who hath fallen should remain in his fallen condition but that he should rise up and he desireth not that he who hath turned back should keep afar off from him but that he should return quickly to him therefore despair not for there is still a hope of thy redemption for it is said if thou cuttest down a tree it shall renew itself job fourteen seven if then thou wishest to obey me in everything which i shall say unto thee thou shalt obtain forgiveness from god 
And with tears the brother said, From this time forward I will obey thee in everything, O father. Then Rabba commanded him to seclude himself in a cell alone, and never to hold converse with any man until his death, and to eat one meal daily, of bread and salt only, and to drink water only for the whole period of his life, and to plate two palm leaf mats daily, and to keep vigil as long as possible, and never to cease from crying, so that this brother departed even as the blessed man had commanded him, and he carried out everything which he had told him to do, and he held converse with no man except Rabba and Theodore, and with a few of the other great sages, and he passed ten years in striving in this manner, and died in the grace of the Lord, and Rabba bore witness nobly concerning his tranquil state. Chapter 14 Of the Phantom Which They Saw By the Right When They Were Going Through the Monastery And it came to pass once when Rabba and Theodore, whom he loved, were walking through the monastery by night, that they saw suddenly a great phantom, which was full of the deepest deceit. Now that which appeared was in the form of a woman, and its beauty was of so indescribable a character that no man was able to tell the beauty, or the form, or the appearance, which belonged to that phantom. And even Theodore, who looked at the phantom, was exceedingly perturbed, and his face changed color. And when the blessed man saw that he was afraid, he said unto him, Be of good cheer in the Lord, O Theodore, and fear not. And the holy man, having said these things unto him, commanded him to pray with him, that the phantom which was striking wonder into them might be driven away. And as they were praying, the phantom came nearer and nearer, and took a solid form. And when it and the company of devils which ran before it drew near, for their prayer did not drive it back, it came forward and said unto them, Why do ye labor in vain? Ye are unable at this present to do anything whatsoever against me, for I have received power from God, who sustaineth the universe, to tempt whomsoever I please, and I have abundance of time in which to do this. For this I have asked from God. Then Pacomius asked her, saying, Whence comest thou, and whom dost thou wish to tempt? And the phantom answered and said, I am the daughter of the Calminator, whose great power cannot be described, and unto me the whole company of the devils is subject. It was I who brought down the holy stars to the earth, and it was I who snatched Judas from the apostolic power. I have received authority to make war against thee, O Pacomius, for I am not able to endure the reproaches of the devils, and no man hath made me weak as thou. Thou hast made me to be trampled underfoot by youths, and by old men, and by young men, and thou hast gathered together against me a congregation such as thou hast, and hast set for them as a wall which shall never fall the fear of God, so that my ministers are not able to approach with boldness and freedom unto any one of you. Now all these things have happened unto me because of the word of God, who was made man, for it is he who hath given you power to trample upon all our might, and to hold us in derision. When the holy man Pacomius asked her, Hast thou come to tempt me alone according to what thou sayest? She said unto him, I have come to tempt thee, and all those who are like thee. Pacomius said unto her, So then thou wilt tempt Theodore also. And she said, I have received power over thee and over Theodore, but I am never able to come nigh unto thee. And when Pacomius had said unto her, Why? 
she said unto them, If I were to make war with you two, you would have an occasion for help and not for injury, and especially it would be so in thy case, O Pacomius, who with the eyes of thy body art worthy to be a spectator of the glory of God. But ye will not live for ever for those for whom ye at present make yourselves a wall through your prayers, and whom ye help. And the time will come after your death when I shall have dominion over those whom thou protectest against me. For ye have made me to be trodden underfoot by this multitude of monks. Then Rabba said unto her, How knowest thou that those who shall come after us will not serve the Lord more truly than do we, and that they will not be able to confirm and strengthen those who come after us in the fear of God more than do we? And the phantom said unto him, I do know this. And Rabba said unto her, Thou liest by thy wicked head, because thou hast no knowledge whatsoever beforehand of the things which are going to take place. For unto God alone belongeth foreknowledge. Thou art then the chief of falsehood. And the phantom answered and said unto him, True, I have no knowledge whatsoever of anything by the faculty of foreknowledge, even as thou sayest. For it belongeth to God alone to know what is going to happen beforehand. But I told thee that I had knowledge, because I judged by analogy. And the blessed man said unto her, How canst thou judge by analogy? And she said unto him, By the things which have already taken place, I am to judge of that which will take place in the future. Then Rabbi said unto her, How? And she said unto him, I know that the beginning of every matter is in love and knowledge, and it receiveth confirmation from the things which are provided, and especially through the divine care and the calling of heaven, and by the will of God it becometh confirmed by wonderful things and signs, and when it is confirmed also by various powers which are exercised therein, and when that beginning waxeth old and becometh gray, it falleth away from growth, and when growth hath fallen away, i.e. ceased, it perisheth of old age, or languisheth through sickness, or decayeth through neglect, and afterwards Rabbi asked her, saying, Why hast thou come, according as thou sayest, to tempt these great saints, and not all the brethren? If it be as thou sayest, the destruction of souls resteth with thee to work, and thou surpassest in power all the devils, then thou must have all this power, so that thou mightest be able to strive against men like these. And the phantom answered, and said unto him, I have already told thee that when the strength of the sustainer of creation, the Redeemer Christ, appeared upon the earth, we were brought so low that like a sparrow we were mocked and laughed at by men such as these who are clothed with the Spirit and who seek to learn the Lord. But although we have become feeble through him, we do not cease to work as much as we possibly can against you, and we never cease from opposing you by every means in our power, and we sow the seed of our wickedness near the soul of him that striveth with us. In this we do, especially when we see that he receiveth it. And if we see that he really permitteth us to embrace him, then do we inflame him with fierce lusts, and we encompass him like mighty ones and cruel devils, whom it is exceedingly difficult to defeat. But if he is not willing to receive our seed, and will not through his faith in God, and the watchfulness of his mind, accept with pleasure the things which are offered unto him by us, 
we dissolve away even as smoke is dissipated in the air. This is the reason why I am not permitted to wage war with all the monks, and I do not do so because all possess not perfection. But if it were permitted to me to wage war against them all, I should be enabled to lead astray many of those who lean upon thee. And the blessed man said unto her, Fee upon your wickedness which never sleepeth. Ye will never cease to stir yourselves up against the race of the children of men, until the divine and unpolluted grace of God descendeth from heaven and destroyeth you. Then having said these things, Rabba commanded the phantom to depart unto the place whither it had been commanded to go, and never again to approach with her feet his monastery. And when the morning was come, he cried out unto all the brethren, and related unto them all the things which he had seen and heard from the destroying devils, and unto the other brethren who were living in the other great monasteries he sent letters, and informed them in the fear of God by means of these concerning the vision which he had seen. End of chapters 11 through 14